Welcome back to the Chris Gates Fitness Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I am super excited to bring you a brand new episode today, and this is a timely one. We're going to dive into a topic that I think is on most people's minds right now, which is the holiday season and maybe more specifically Thanksgiving and how to avoid weight gain over Thanksgiving, how to avoid having a fun time with family and friends and then seeing it all result in the scale going up five, six, seven, ten pounds over the course of one weekend. We're going to talk about a lot of strategies that really I use with my clients to help keep things in control, but at the same time help you enjoy the holiday that is Thanksgiving and this entire holiday season so that you don't feel like you have to restrict yourself and maybe not get to partake in the festivities that happen only once a year. Um, and you know, at the same time, try to keep your progress rolling in the right direction because I think for anybody that has a health and fitness goal, uh, and specifically if yours relates to your body composition in some way, which I think you know the vast majority of health and fitness goals do tend to focus on body composition in some way, whether it be building muscle, burning body fat, uh, feeling more athletic, feeling more confident, whatever the case may be, we're about to go into a one to one and a half month stretch of time here that tends to be the most challenging for everyone, uh, at least if you're listening and you live in the United States. So, um, you know, there's tons of family get togethers. Uh, you're probably going to have parties with friends. Like I know we tend to have a friends giving once a year where, uh, in addition to our family parties, we see friends, which is a lot of fun. And those types of get togethers tend to have large meals, a lot of foods that you wouldn't normally eat, uh, a lot of alcohol. If we're being honest, um, I think the Wednesday before Thanksgiving actually tends to be like one of the best nights, if not the best night for the bar industry uh, of the entire year, because it tends to be the time where people like come back home and see friends that they haven't seen in a long time and you go out and you get drinks together, right? Um, and then after all of this happens, there's leftovers, right? And you are typically in a good position and you had a great Thanksgiving if not only you got to enjoy the meal, the Thanksgiving dinner, but if you got to take home some leftovers with you as well. So <clears throat> all of that stuff adds up to, again, making this a challenging time. And I want to run you through some strategies you can use to stay on track with your health and fitness goals. But like I said, enjoy Thanksgiving and not feel like you have to remove yourself from the festivities because this only happens uh, once a year. And I want to tell you uh, that this podcast episode is coming out at the same time as I just published an article on my website titled How to Avoid Weight Gain Over Thanksgiving. So if this is helpful and you want to learn more, if you want to go back and reference some of the things I'm talking about in this podcast episode, I put a link to that article in the description of today's episode, okay? So hit that up, go to my website. You can read through this information, get some more details, um, and again, be able to reference some of these strategies because I know it's hard Like when you listen to a podcast, you hear some good nuggets of ideas, but if you're driving, if you're doing something else, you're kind of like listening to it in the background while actively working. It can be hard to nail down every single thing that you know kind of gave you an aha moment. So if any of these things do that, hit that link in the description. It'll take you to my website and you'll get a full rundown of all this information. So um, 
Let's talk about how to make Thanksgiving low stress and as enjoyable as possible. And I think part of the enjoyment can be like enjoying that time with family and friends, but also enjoying the fact that you had a strategy, you put a game plan in place and you were able to do this successfully so that you didn't feel awful about yourself and about your goals, you know, at the end of the weekend. And I wanted to release this this week, which is a week, a full week and a half really ahead of Thanksgiving because Now's the time to put your game plan in place. Now's the time to start thinking about that. And honestly, like last week in my check-in, all of my check-ins with all of my clients, I said like, hey, okay, what does Thanksgiving look like for you? What do we need to plan for? What do we need to plan around? What type of adjustments do we need to make or strategies do we need to put in place to make sure that we are setting you up for success again so that you can enjoy this holiday but at the same time, stay on track. So uh, with that said, I'm excited to dive into the episode. And real quick before I do, uh, as always, want to remind you that I am a coach. So if you're interested in you know some of these strategies that I'm talking about and like maybe getting personalized strategies for you to prioritize your health and your fitness, if you want to build muscle, burn fat, feel more confident, feel more athletic, um, that's what I do, right? I work with people all over the world to do those things and more and set up personalized programming so that you know exactly what you need to do for the goals that you have and for you specifically as a person. None of my clients, you know, I'm not throwing templates out to any of them. Each client's program is very individualized to help you make the progress for yourself in a way that supports your own sustainability, the things that you like, the things that you dislike. We factor all that type of stuff into uh, the plan so that you can just show up, put in the work, and know that what you're doing is working. So um, there's also going to be a link in the description of this episode to my coaching page. You can check that out. And um, you know, in the same vein as talking about how this can be a challenging time of year to keep everything together and stay on track, it can also be one of the best times of year to work with a coach so that, you know, you're able to, again, balance all these things that you have coming up, but continue to make progress and actually get ahead of the whole New Year's resolution crowd. Because I think like over this course of time, a lot of people gain weight because they kind of just say like, screw it. Okay, it's the holiday season. I'm not going to be able to keep things in check. I'm not going to be able to keep making progress. So uh, what I will do is just say, screw it for a month and a half. And then on New Year's, I'll set a goal to lose all the body fat that I gained. And then when you get to New Year's, I mean, I think you know the drill, right? Most people's New Year's resolutions fail. Uh, so it's kind of like this this circular pattern where you gain the weight, you don't get it off. You gain the weight, you don't get it off. And then you find yourself five, 10 years down the road, really wishing you would have just stuck to that uh, plan all along. Well, working with a coach right now uh, is a great, it's a great time to do it. It's a great time to prioritize your own health, be able to enjoy all this stuff. um, And also like have a coach take all the guesswork out of things for you so that you can, like I said, show up and do the work and know that if you are doing the things you're supposed to be doing, if you're doing the things that your coach outlines for you, if you're ticking those boxes every day, you're going to move in the right direction. So again, link to my coaching page in the show notes, but let's dive into the meat of this episode, with which once again is uh, how to avoid weight gain over Thanksgiving. And I think the most important thing for us to start talking about <clears throat> is really the most important part of this holiday. And, and you know, before we dive into a bunch of different strategies I want you to know that I, as a coach, think that holidays like Thanksgiving are really important. Um, And I'm not going to go through like a history lesson of the meaning of Thanksgiving, the true meaning of why we sell. No, like, um, okay, let's, (laughs) that'd be super corny. 
what I do want to make clear, though, is that like this is deeply rooted into American culture. It happens once a year, and virtually everybody that lives in this country has some type of tradition, whether it be with family or friends or both, that you do once a year. And I emphasize once a year because I talk to my clients about this all the time. Like, you should be dialed in the majority of the time, right? You should be consistently doing the right things the majority of the time so that when something comes up that happens once a year, like Thanksgiving or like Christmas, New Year's, a birthday party, you can just go into those events and enjoy yourself and not have to stress because if you know that you're dialed in all the other days of the year, what, how, how much do all those other once a year events add up to being? Like not even 5% of the entire year. So you don't have to worry about it. You show up to whatever you want to do because you know that you have the right habits in place. So uh, I say all that to emphasize that like, I think you should be able to show up to Thanksgiving stress-free, go into it, eat what you want, drink what you want, have fun with your family and friends and understand that like, if you're managing things correctly, all the other days of the year, and especially in this stretch of time, after Thanksgiving, between Thanksgiving and the next holiday party that you have, if you're dialed in, everything's going to be fine. You don't have to stress out about it. You don't have to restrict yourself. You don't have to go to Thanksgiving dinner expecting to meticulously track every single calorie that goes in your mouth and like ask your mom how much butter she used in the stuffing. Like It's ridiculous. You shouldn't go into it with that mindset or that approach. And I want you to know that as we get into the strategies that I'm going to share with you in this episode, we're not going to talk about the best way to track stuffing. (laughs) It's not going to be the point of this conversation. The point of this conversation is you should really allow yourself to partake in those traditions uh, and not feel like you have to restrict yourself or worry about the calorie count of the food that you're eating because you're dialed in outside of that day and you're dialed in the majority of the time. All right. So that's the the really the most important thing for us to talk about. And now we can get into more of like the realities of Thanksgiving uh, and the strategies and something. So we're talking about how to avoid weight gain over Thanksgiving. I'll be completely honest with you. I don't think you can avoid weight gain over Thanksgiving. And at the same time, I think that's perfectly okay. And like, all right, that, that's a little bit strong to say, right? I do not think you can avoid gaining weight over Thanksgiving. Could you? Of course. But not if you do it the way I want you to do it, because the way I want you to do it is to enjoy yourself. The thing about gaining weight over Thanksgiving that a lot of people freak out about, and they shouldn't, is that the vast majority of the weight that you see on the scale the next day, like Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, or Monday, the, the first Monday after that holiday weekend, you're up five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten pounds. And what you think in your head is, oh my God, I gained, we'll pick a number, I gained seven pounds of body fat over Thanksgiving. I cannot believe it. What am I going to do? When the reality is, the vast majority of the weight that you put on, that huge weight fluctuation, First of all, weight fluctuations are extremely common in the human body. They happen even on days that aren't called Thanksgiving. Um, And so many things contribute to why your weight fluctuates. So stress, hormones, uh, changes to your routine. When you go to Thanksgiving, that's 
pretty that's a pretty big change to your routine for a normal Thursday, right? Uh, dietary shifts like having more carbs or more sodium, uh, fluid intake like having more or less water on a daily basis, or having alcohol, right, which is a big part of Thanksgiving. Uh, there's also food weight in your body, so when you have a huge meal at Thanksgiving, chances are you just have a lot of food, physical food that hasn't passed through your system yet. So it's just sitting in your stomach. It's just sitting in your intestines. And that's gross, but, but it's the truth. Um, and that could lead to like weird bowel movements. So your bathroom schedule, you're not like as regular. Again, I know this is gross stuff, but it's 100% true. If you have some bad bowel movements, it's going to cause you to retain probably a little bit more weight. And, and there are more and more things that cause weight fluctuations. And none of the things I just mentioned are like, you ate too many calories and so it's body fat. The vast majority of the weight that you put on from Thanksgiving dinner is going to be probably a combination of food weight, so food sitting in your system, and water weight because you had way more carbs and way more sodium than you normally do on a given basis. So that kind of aligns with the thing I said about changes to your routine as well, right? Dietary shifts. Um, on a day-to-day basis, the amount of calories you eat is actually really a one very small piece to the puzzle as it relates to what the scale says for your body weight. Um, and, and honestly, <clears throat> excuse me, and honestly, if we're talking about like you stepped, you, you ate something yesterday, stepped on the scale today, and it's up five pounds, the calories you ate are probably not playing a role in that at all. And I've said this on podcast episodes a bunch before, but like, you know, generally speaking, and this, 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 these numbers I'm about to tell you will vary based on you. Uh, but a good like general uh, framework is that a, a pound of body fat is equal to 3,500 calories. So you would have to overeat by, uh, now I'm, you guys are going to make me do math live on the podcast. I mean, it's like 3,500 times five is 714. I don't know. It's like 1,700 calories or something like that. You would ha- you, there's no way you could possibly overeat by that many calories to gain that much body fat in one day. It's impossible. You would vomit. You would throw up most of the calories that you put in your mouth because you would be sick from eating so much. So the vast majority of the weight that you put on is going to be water weight. And that's why I say like you can't avoid gaining weight over Thanksgiving And that's okay because water weight is not body fat. And who cares about some water weight because that water weight is going to come off real quickly if you get back to your regular routine. And we'll talk more about that in a second. But understand that you're going to step on the scale and the scale is going to go up and it's water weight. It is not body fat and you really don't need to worry about it at all. So I want you to go into Thanksgiving understanding that. And that's going to set the stage for the rest of this stuff. And it it also aligns well with why I say like, I want you to enjoy Thanksgiving because the scale is going to go up and it doesn't matter. It really, really, really doesn't matter. It's going to go up. It does not mean you did anything wrong. doesn't mean you should have restricted yourself over Thanksgiving. Uh, It really doesn't mean a damn thing. So with that said, now when we talk about the scale going up, we can look at it over a longer period of time and say, okay, if the scale is going up consistently week to week, month to month, then you're probably gaining body fat. And that is what tends to happen for people this time of year. It's not that Thanksgiving caused you to gain seven pounds. It's that you stepped on the scale. It said it was up seven pounds and you said, screw it because you got frustrated because you didn't understand what the scale was telling you. And then you let the next month and a half between Thanksgiving and New Year's turn into a shit show. Uh, Oftentimes you'll hear people say like, Thanksgiving 
individually or Christmas individually or New Year's individually. That one day caused them to gain a bunch of weight. Uh, and uh, so I'm not going to keep talking about the scale fluctuations. We've already gone over that. You understand what's happening there, right? Like it's, it's, it's water weight. Um, but a lot of people do gain a lot of weight this time of year because this stretch of time is very challenging. And I mentioned that before. So you have the Thanksgiving dinner, right? And then like you go home with a lot of leftovers and those last for, I don't know, a week. And then you've got parties with family, parties with friends. We talked about all that. Then you're going to get deeper into the holiday season. You're going to have like work parties, more friend parties, more family parties, Christmas comes around or any other holidays you celebrate this time of year and there's different seasonal foods that you're going to make like Christmas cookies, stuff like that. Um, seasonal beers enter the picture. Alcohol becomes more prevalent. And then like New Year's hits and obviously everybody has to party for New Year's, right? So it's it's really a snowball effect this time of year. And to be quite honest, it's like it's way too much packed into one period of time if we're, if we're being honest. Um, but nevertheless, it's part of our culture here. So we have to find a way to navigate it the right way. Um, and I think there's some careful planning that you can do to help your diet, help you avoid letting your diet spin out of control. And now we're going to get into those strategies. So th- really, first and foremost, it's about planning ahead. Um, there's a strategy I love to use that I'll walk you through. It's called calorie cycling. If you've listened to any of my podcast episodes before, you've heard me talk about this. Um, but like intentionally planning ahead and, and what I just said a few minutes ago, talking about like, I've already gone over all this information with my clients. We've already started game planning for Thanksgiving. And honestly, all, I mean, virtually all my clients already have a game plan in place um, because planning ahead is is the biggest part. Uh, it's the biggest piece of the puzzle of doing this successfully. And with a ton of my clients, what we're going to use over Thanksgiving is a strategy called calorie cycling. So it allows you to view your diet across the entire week instead of, instead of looking at your diet like on an individual daily basis. So here's an example that can help you understand what I mean. If you're looking at your diet on an individual basis and like, let's say you're trying to lose weight and you know that if you eat 2000 calories a day, it puts you in a calorie deficit and that's how many calories you're trying to eat each day. Well, you could extrapolate that across the entire week. So 2000 calories a day for seven days is 14,000 calories for the entire week. And if you look at things you know, more globally like that, it allows you to take those 14,000 calories and split them up in different ways to give you more flexibility on days that you need it. So for Thanksgiving, this is perfect because you could take Monday through Wednesday, have slightly lower calories. So if your calorie deficit is normally 2,000, maybe you eat 1,800 Monday through Wednesday, uh, which saves you a bunch of calories to allocate to Thanksgiving Day. That helps, right? Um, and then on the back end of the week, you could also conserve some calories Friday through Sunday and, and reallocate those back to Thanksgiving Day as well. And I put together a sample calorie cycling, cycling plan with this 2,000 calorie example in the article on my website. So you can see Monday through Wednesday and Friday through Sunday, I have this hypothetical person eating 1,800 calories a day, which opens up 3,200 calories for Thanksgiving Day. And I don't know about you, but if I have 3,200 calories for essentially one big meal, man, I'm going to have a whole hell of a lot of fun at that meal. And it's going to be pretty hard for me to mess that up, right? It's going to be more than enough calories for me to enjoy myself on Thanksgiving dinner. Um, So 
you can go reference that. And again, these are hypothetical numbers. I'm not telling you to eat that many calories. It's going to be very individual based. Um, so, you know, you could take a look at that and, and hopefully get an idea of how you might be able to use calorie cycling for yourself. But, I, you know, that's that's the biggest and, and most effective strategy in terms of planning ahead uh, that I think you can use. Now, there are some other strategies that you can use and, and we can walk through those as well. And, uh, you know, it also, it, it just continues to kind of fall into this theme where we're talking about slight reductions here and there. So that like, yeah, you're reducing calories, but overall things feel pretty manageable. Like this isn't super hard to do. You may have to cut out a snack here or have a smaller meal there, but like at the end of the day, you're still able to eat the same amount of meals, the same amount of frequency, right? Like the same schedule. Um, but we're just slightly reducing things. And, and that's another thing you can do is on Thanksgiving day, just try to slightly reduce your portion sizes. A lot of people will say to go ahead and fast, like don't eat breakfast or lunch and save it all for dinner. Um, and, and that is something you can do, but I think it also potentially has you running the risk of like binging because you're so damn hungry. Fasting is not for everybody. I'll just say that. And if you know that fasting works well for you and you want to do that on Thanksgiving day, that's great. Um, I'm a bigger fan of just having like slightly smaller portions for breakfast and lunch. Cause if you do that, you could open up five, 600, maybe even more calories by just having slightly smaller portions for the meals earlier in the day. And like, yeah, maybe you eliminate a snack here or there or something like that. But that's a great way on top of calorie cycling. You know, if you do that um, on the day of Thanksgiving, knowing that you have 3,200 calories, uh, but you, you open up 500 more calories by just slightly reducing what you have earlier in the day, well, then that's another 500 calories you can allocate to that meal uh, for Thanksgiving dinner. And that's a really easy thing to do. Um, another one is, you know, before the meal, I, I'm going to guess <laughs> that everybody's holiday parties are similar to the ones that I go to with my family and friends where there's tons of snacks laying around. Um, and if we're being honest, like to go all the way back to the culture aspect of Thanksgiving, like Thanksgiving is about the dinner, right? The stuffing, the turkey, the gravy, whatever your family typically prepares. I don't think it's about like the the peanuts or the popcorn or the Lay's potato chips sitting around. So like maybe just avoid the mindless snacking before that meal. That's another great way to conserve calories. And and honestly, like like I said, those aren't part of the experience most of the time. Those snacks are just sitting around because you have to wait a while for the Thanksgiving dinner and the turkey to be fully cooked so everybody can eat. Uh, but you don't have to eat that type of stuff. Um, and that's another easy one right there. And then when you get to Thanksgiving dinner. I mean, if you if you imp- implement a lot of what we've already talked about, you've got a lot of flexibility built in for you to really enjoy that Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, and so you should enjoy it. You should eat what you want. You should have a good time. Just like try to stop before you get to that pain, that point of pain or discomfort. Um, and, and I've I've been there. I used to treat Thanksgiving like. Uh, uh, you know, like I was Joey Chestnut, and it was a hot dog eating contest. Um, I would stuff myself. I would lay down on the couch and watch football until I felt like I could stuff some myself some more. So then I would get up and I would like just keep repeating that cycle, which <laughs> I don't know. I guess like I, I used to enjoy it looking back on it, but looking back on it, it just sounds awful. And uh, I think it like made me sluggish. I probably didn't talk to people as much as I could have. Um, it kind of takes the spirit of Thanksgiving in a vastly different direction than it's intended, right? It's not Thanksgiving is not on the calendar because it's like that day for binging it's the day for family and friends and you have a really nice dinner together. Um, so 
that's something to think about as well. If you can just try to be mindful while you're eating to stop before you are in pain, um, that's probably going to help as well. And now we can transition into what to do after the meal because that's another big piece to this puzzle. A lot of people um, tend to think like, I'm going to go all out on Thanksgiving. It's part of that screw it mindset. You don't really do anything beforehand. And so then when it comes to the day after or the weekend after, you think you need to go to the gym, you need to go on the Stairmaster for hours, you need to burn as many calories as you possibly can to try and burn off that Thanksgiving meal. Um, And you essentially punish yourself. And that's completely unnecessary. Really, all I want you to do is just get back to your regular routine. And this goes back to what I said near the beginning of the episode, where if you are dialed in and doing the right things most of the time on all of those regular run-of-the-mill days throughout the year, then you don't need to punish yourself for having a good time. You can allow yourself to have a good time, and then after that good time, just get right back to what you were doing. And by that, I mean like we have that 2,000 calorie calorie deficit example. Let's keep that running. Um, if you eat th- whatever it was, 3,200 calories for your Thanksgiving dinner, you don't then need to dramatically slash your calories on Friday. You can go back to eating 2,000 calories. You don't have to spend hours doing cardio. You don't have to eliminate all carbs because you had so many carbs with the stuffing the day before. You don't have to do any of that. We already talked about this. Your weight's going to spike up. We already know why that happens. And it's going to come back down if you just get right back to your regular habits. If you go overboard, you try to punish yourself, you try to run your body into the ground, you're going to continue to see this yo-yo dieting thing that everybody struggles with because you're going to restrict, 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 get so super hungry that then you binge and then you're mad at yourself for doing that. So you're going to punish yourself again and restrict again. The scale is going to be going up and down and all over the place. And it's just like all avoidable, all completely unnecessary. You just need to get back to establishing those habits and reestablishing that routine that you know points you in the right direction. And it's going to help you avoid that month-long bender that we talked about, right? Where like Thanksgiving leads to just the screw it attitude and screw it mindset. If you can do this, you will get back to those healthy habits and healthy routines and just move forward. And then when the next holiday party rolls around, you enjoy yourself. And then after that, you get right back to the routine again, right? It's not uh, It's not a... a, a, a bender that turns into overeating for weeks and weeks and weeks and then you truly do gain five six seven ten pounds of body fat over the course of a month and a half because you didn't have any type of structure in place so that's in a nutshell the game plan for thanksgiving and i hope this is helpful i hope it opened your mind to the fact that like you can go in there enjoy yourself and just dial in the time around it and everything's going to be fine um it, to to summarize, it's not a holiday that's inherently bad. There's nothing wrong with you showing up and having a good time. You don't need to stress and worry about what the scale is saying. And gaining pounds and pounds of body fat is actually hard to do if you are dialed in outside of the Thanksgiving holiday. And it's not inevitable. It doesn't have to be inevitable. It doesn't have to be that every holiday season between Thanksgiving and New Year's, you put on five pounds. You don't have to do that. And what I just walked you through is super simple. It's not hard to do what I just walked you through. And it probably, I mean, it's so simple that what I just walked you through probably sounds like too easy. It probably sounds like, well, there's no way that that can actually work because 
you know, you didn't give me a really complicated workout plan or a really complicated nutrition protocol. You just said, eat a little bit less before and everything's going to be fine. And like, yeah, that's, that's truly how it works. It can be super stress-free. And uh, I hope this helped you put a game plan in place for yourself. And, you know, like I said, if you would like some help this time of year and, and you're looking for some coaching to, again, help you just know the, what you need to do to keep moving in the right direction, help build in flexibility for times where you want to enjoy yourself and then get things dialed in in the other days, um, that's exactly what I do. And I would love to talk to you. So head over to that coaching link in the show notes. If everything there sounds good, you can submit an application. Submitting an application uh, is not binding. It just helps us get connected and we can talk more about your goals and I can share more with you about you know, what a program might look like for you and how we might work together. Um, so check that out if you're interested in learning more. This is a great time to, uh, to utilize that. But um, I hope this was helpful. Uh, like I said before, there's a link to the article on this same topic in the show notes. So uh, check that out if you want to run through these strategies again. I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving and uh, I'm looking forward to the next podcast episode, which will be back with you next week. So uh, enjoy. Hope this helped. Talk to you soon.